What do you do when an anxiety attack is starting to hit you at work? I think you need to take four distinct steps in order to make sure that you keep your cool and are able to get back to a high quality of work. So the first thing they absolutely want to do is you need to create a change in your physiology. So one of the key phrases that I always teach my clients is physiology first, meaning that you cannot be simultaneously experiencing a high degree of anxiety while also at the same time be consistently, mindfully, and deeply breathing. It's just not the case. Uh, out of any person I've ever worked with over the years, what is unique about their specific pattern of anxiety is most people either do one of two things. They're either hyperventilating, where they're breathing very quickly and very fully, but in a very fast manner in which their body is not actually absorbing the oxygen. Or secondly, they're holding their breath up tight like this, taking very small breaths just at the top of their lungs, and they're breathing in a manner like this. And in that sense, they're still making sure that fresh oxygen is not flowing through their body. So the metaphor I always give people is, you know, imagine if you are out in the middle of the sea and you're underwater and you're running out of O2. You know, of course, you're going to start to experience a sense of anxiety, that fight or flight neurological response. So the very first thing that you want to do is to break that physiological pattern that you're in right now that is going to keep you locked into a state of anxiety. So there's a very simple way to do this. The first thing that you want to do is you want to take two big, deep inhales and then exhale. So you just do it like this. Where the inhale is in through the nose and you're filling your lungs entirely and then you're exhaling by letting it fall out through the mouth then you would repeat that once more okay now that's the second thing and what you're going to want to make sure that you do is continue to breathe at that type of cadence you don't necessarily have to do it through the nose and out through the mouth but you want to try to make sure that you keep that breathing in a nice normal pace and here's the really key thing to understand if you are breathing in a controlled, peaceful manner, truly, you cannot simultaneously be experiencing a panic attack. It's just not physiologically possible for your nervous system to get that overwhelmed. And what you'll notice is anytime you get close to an anxiety or panic attack, your breath is changing. So if you take control of that, you'll have control of the first major step and you'll all be, already be well on your way to making a, a radical change. Now, the second thing that you wanna do is a little bit more uh, nuanced. What you want to do here is you actually want to get curious about the state that you're in, about the reaction that you have. Because uh, a phrase that I like to share with people is what you resist tends to persist. And this is very often what is at the heart of an anxiety reaction for people. They notice that they're having a sense of stress. They feel like they're about to lose it. And they try to push down that feeling. They try to say, no, 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 don't feel that. Don't feel that. Don't let it happen. And they're essentially engaged in this internal battle of wills with themselves. And then an explosion occurs. And you don't want to have that. As crazy as it sounds, what you actually want to do is you want to, in a sense, get on the same side of the emotional reaction where you're not necessarily making it immediately wrong you're not necessarily just trying to push it down or ignore it or whatever, but you're instead saying, why is this here? You know, why would I be having this type of response? Because the reality is anxiety is not something that's random. It's not something that is just a, you know, eternal curse that is on you that is going to happen consistently randomly. There is a 
way to understand it. There is a reason why the pattern is emerging. So there's a way to actually influence it. But in order to influence it, you have to stop opposing it and get curious about it. So you really want to ask yourself uh, what is a part of uh, step three, which is what would I have to believe in order to be responding this way? So I'll give you a very common example. A lot of people are having anxiety or panic attacks at work and they may be, you know, uh, given a brand new project on top of four or five projects that they already have. And they may be given a brand new deadline that coincides with a number of other deadlines that they have. And so all of a sudden anxiety rises very quickly, or they may even go into a full blown anxiety attack. So first thing is you want to calm your breath. Okay. Through the method I showed you, you then want to say, okay, hold on a second. Let me just pause. Look, this anxiety that emerged here, let me not fight it. Let me just, you know, let me just ask what would I have to believe in order to be responding in such a powerful way? Because what I want you to get is that you are always responding emotionally to what you are making things mean, even if the meaning is something implicit that you don't yet consciously know you're applying to the situation. And what you'll find is that in this common situation, as one example, you may realize after a moment of reflection that what you are making the situation mean is that by having this brand new project on your plate, you're not going to be able to fulfill the other projects and you're potentially going to fail and you're potentially going to feel overwhelmed or you're not going to have time for your family and kids and you're going to create all sorts of problems in your personal and financial life or that you may actually even have your job on the line. Right? If you follow the train of logic that is actually underneath all of the layers of the surface level emotional response, you'll see that there is a very intricate web of meaning that you are wrapping up this entire situation with that is actually causing you to have the emotional response. So if you think of this, you're really uncovering what the belief system is underneath all of this that's actually causing the problem. Uh, the metaphor I use here to help illustrate what I'm talking about is, um, you know, if you imagine you're like walking through your house in the middle of the night trying to get a glass of water and you stub your toe on something that causes you a lot of pain, and you don't know what that is that you stubbed your toe on, you may not be able to visibly see it, but it's there. There is something that caused the visible pain. Well, in the same way, the emotional response and reaction that you're having is a response to a confliction inside of your belief system, right? Something that says that the situation you're in right now is going to cause you immediate massive pain. So you need to actually get at the heart of that. So you may uncover in step three here, when you're asking yourself, what would I have to believe in order to be feeling this way? You may realize that what you're believing is that your job's on the line or that there's no way you're going to get any of these things done or that you're a failure or that, uh, you know, your marriage is going to be on the line because you have yet another project on your plate, right? And the fourth and final step is you're going to sincerely and reflectively ask yourself, is that belief really true? And this is where you've got to be able to create a layer of separation between your thoughts that are trying to fish hook you and pull you down into a negative emotional pattern and what is the real truth, okay? This is a way for you to create that degree of separation where you're no longer just spiraling into the anxiety, but instead you're able to actually get removed from it for a moment. So by asking, is that really true? Is that belief really true? You give yourself the opportunity to create a sense of freedom from it and to redefine what the meaning is inside of the situation. So if you ever find yourself in that 
horrible spot of having an anxiety or panic attack, follow those four simple steps. I'd love to hear your thoughts. Comment below. What do you think number five should be? And thanks so much for listening. I'll talk to you again soon.